With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. All right. Uh, Sunday evening, uh, we normally record on Monday, but tonight we are recording uh, in place of our Monday show. Dolphins got defeated by the Kansas City Chiefs. That was that was a interesting game. I mean, it started out about as well as you could possibly wish it would start out, and uh, and things fell apart a little bit, and then, then the Dolphins came back and uh, really showed some heart late in that game. Lewis. Yes, I am here. I know you are. Begrudgingly. Uh, uh-huh. Tell me what your thoughts were. Uh, a lot of mixed emotions in this one. Um, you know, you had the first half, you felt that we played a pretty solid football game. You know, we were in it. Uh, we were making plays defensively. You're playing the Super Bowl champs. You have to be happy with how they were looking. The fact that they were, I mean, they were getting turnovers. They were getting to Mahomes. They weren't able to run the football in any way, shape, or form. Um, you know, we'll go over some of the numbers later. But, um, you know, they were doing a great job. I mean, Tyreek Hill had no catches up to you know, up to one point in this game for, for a good portion of it. So there were a lot of positives on that side of the football. On the opposite side, you know, we, we had guys that just weren't making plays. You know, it was one thing or another. You know, Tua, I felt, had opportunities. I felt that the receivers let him down at times. In numerous occasions, I mean, Parker dropped a pass in the end zone that would have been a big touchdown for us. You know, we had to settle for a field goal. You know, it was just a combination of things on the offensive side. Mike, it's obvious where what we're going to have to address in the offseason. I mean, it's very obvious at this point. Um, offense, offense, and maybe a little bit more offense. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the defensive side of the football, uh, boy, I'll tell you what. I mean, I don't know if you can defend this football team uh, better than we did today. I mean, they did they did an outstanding job. I mean, they're going to get theirs from time to time. Um you know, Tyreek Hill, he had, what, three catches the whole day. One yeah. of them was when, you know, McCain was out of the game and Mahomes, to his credit, went right at, you know, our, our safety. Uh, what was his name, Mike? The, the backup? Fetchlan. Fetchlan, yeah. He was in the game for, you know, a couple plays and, and it cost us. I, mean, I hope was, he's never in the game again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, that was... That that was tough. You know, it was a 44-yard touchdown. It was their, really their only easy touchdown of the day. Um, you know, on the end of the round, I think he went in from 25 or 30 yards out as well, on, you know, on the um, end of the round to Tyreek Hill. He's just a dynamic player. But 
And and they're going to get theirs, Mike. You know, Kelsey destroyed us. You know, I said that he was the key to their offense. And boy, I'll tell you, he was. I mean, you, you know, don't he, stop him. he was the consistent. And, you know, he was targeted 10 times. Uh, he caught eight out of those 10 passes, 136 mm-hmm. yards and a touchdown. I mean, you You're know. You're just not going to stop him. He's going to get his. No, no, there, there was no answer to him. But, you know, going back. My my thoughts on the game, Mike, to answer your question, they're mixed, you know. I mean, I felt that, you know, we, we proved that we can play with with teams up to a certain point, but we're shorthanded, and we knew that going in. You know, the sure game we went sort of how I expected it to go, um, with the exception of the fact that I thought that our defense did even more than what I thought they would. I mean, when you take – when you take the ball away from another team like Kansas City four times, especially Mahomes, who doesn't make a lot of mistakes, you get yeah. four turnovers. He doesn't turn the ball over that many times all season. Exactly. And, uh, you know, they sacked him, I think, four times as well, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, you know, I felt they did a very, very good job. The bottom line is, you know, we got down by 20 points at one point. It wasn't a great overall effort. You know, the special teams let us down. We gave them an easy touchdown there. And you just can't do that against a team like Kansas City. You have to play perfect. You really do. And they didn't. And that's the bottom line. They're 12-1. and one. We're 8-5 and five now. You know, the, the Chiefs are 12-1 and one for, for very good reason. They're a very good football team. You know, we had some things uncharacteristically happen. Uh, you, you know, you had Sanders missing the field goal, and, and, you know, that was off of one of the turnovers early. And, you know, you hate to see that because, you know, you could have built a bigger lead and, and maybe withstood some of that Kansas City charge later. But, uh, you know, it was, certainly wasn't just the kicker. The guy's been fantastic. But, uh, you know, you, you just look at things throughout the game. I mean, the safety that we took that maybe we shouldn't have taken, and uh, they, there were some mistakes. When you make them, they usually catch up to you unless you're the Chiefs and you've got all these dynamic playmakers to make up for them, and, and we just don't have that. We don't. We don't have it. And, you know, when we had opportunities, Mike, we, we just did not execute, like I mentioned. Uh, you know, the fact that we had to settle for a field goal is disturbing because anytime you're playing Kansas City, you can't settle for field goals. You got you got to score points. You got to score touchdowns. And, um, you know, the fact that we were getting turnovers and we had great field position that whole first half and, you know, we didn't have an awful lot of points on the board. You know, it was frustrating because the defense was holding their own against a very good football team. Well, the yeah, bad like, the bad news, Lewis, is it apparently is going to get worse. Uh, you know what? Because we had some injuries in the game that uh, looked somewhat serious. Hopefully, they're not. But uh, it looked like Aseki is probably going to be out a while, and mm-hmm. uh, who knows with Parker? Right? Yeah, Parker, Grant. I, I I don't even know when they got hurt in the game on what plays. You know, they just said they were out, and that was it. I didn't see anything specifically. I don't think the camera people did a very good job. You know, usually when a guy like Parker goes out, they usually, you know, when they come back from a commercial or they, they announce the fact that he's out, they'll, you know, they'll go back and they'll show you something in regard to how he got hurt. I don't know how they were all too busy talking about the chiefs. It kind of got annoying after a while. (laughs) Yeah, it did. Yeah, of course. You know, that's the way it is. But, um, yeah, and you're absolutely right. It does get annoying after a while, but, um, you know, the Gusecki injury, uh, you know, that we saw, you know, perfectly. I mean, yeah, you know, we he, saw that. That didn't look good at all. Um, you know, he, I saw I saw him giving people thumbs up on the way out. So 
Yep. You know, his but, head uh, was, you know, his head was said he saw him after the game and he was in a lot of pain. So I'm sure. Oh, yeah. He got slammed down. Yep. It looked more so like he got, you know, his helmet actually hit the ground first. Yes. Um, more so than his shoulder. And I mean, you know, you hate to, to say that that was maybe a good thing, but it, I thought he initially went down on his shoulder and I'm like, oh boy, that's it. You know, and then you said the same thing. It was either collarbone or, you know, a shoulder injury, something to that effect. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, the positives were McCain came back into the game. Um, Jackson came back into the game. You know, <laughs> we lose all these guys uh, going forward. I mean, we need them next week. You know, we against do. New England, you <laughs> want to go in there with, you know, with, with a healthy football team. Yep. And Mike, let's let's throw something else in real uh-huh. quick before we move on. Uh, throw in the fact that you know we had two of our you know our, our linebackers out as well, right. and we and we defended them pretty good. I mean, Van Noy and uh, Roberts were both out. You know, yeah, I mean, both made big plays over the past few weeks. So yes, they you know, have. we did miss them. Yes, we did. We did. Um, and, and you know what? Going forward. Hopefully those guys are back next week when we play New England. I mean, they're going to be key. I mean, that's going to be a very, very tough football game for us. If we have any, any, um, any way, any possible way of getting into the playoffs, it's got to go through those New England and Oakland games. We have to win those games. It, it's, it's an absolute necessity. You know, the season, it's funny because there's, you know, there's peaks and valleys and, and today, you know, we didn't expect to win the game, but boy, I'll tell you, you know, when you lose all these guys to injury, it makes it that much worse because, you know, this was something we were somewhat expecting, but you want to compete with your best, best football team on the field. And I'm not sure that's going to happen over the next few weeks. Look, with, with as many opportunities we missed and as many mistakes as we made during the game. We lost by six points. Right. You know, uh, they showed a lot of heart coming back. Uh, Bowden came in and had uh, 82 yards worth of receptions. Right. And uh, He had a nice game. He did. He did. So, I mean, you know, that's nice. Uh, you know, you, you'd rather our starters be out there, but at least he came in and got some production. Hollins had 66 yards. At least he got some production. So, right. I mean, you know, at least they're getting something. But uh, – you know, they're going to have to find ways to get some type of explosive plays or they're really, really going to have to work for every score they get. And, uh, you know, it's always tougher when you got to go the long field that way. You know, I, it's funny because our our whole running back situation, I mean, we're depleted. And now you're seeing it, you know, the receiving court just completely get depleted. So, I mean, we're not, we're not a dynamic offense to begin with. And you start taking all these pieces away, you know, the little bit that we have, it, it, it's just a real, real difficult situation. I mean, you know, it was unfortunate for Tua, you know, that he had it, that he didn't have all his guys in the second half. I mean, when Gasicki went down, and by the way, he was having a, another really, really solid game up to that point. I mean, he was playing well. He made that touchdown catch that he had was just outstanding over yeah. the middle, right in the middle of the field. I mean, he, he knew he was going to get hit, and um, it was just a great throw and a great catch uh, right down the middle of the field. It kind of got us back into the game. It was, it was what you want to see. You want to see these guys. You know, develop that, you know, between them. Um, you know, I just wish um, Tua and Parker would get on the same page because when Parker was in the game, it was much of the same. You know, it was they just could not connect 
for one reason or another. There's just no sink right there. You know, that's something that... Hard to figure out what's wrong there. I, he didn't have a catch today, Park. No. Two uh, attempts and no catches. Yeah, two two targets and um, no catches. And I know the one time, you know, Mahomes, um, not Mahomes, so two had just missed him. You know, he was open and I, I don't know where the throw went. Um, but, uh, you know, overall... You know, I thought that it was a good effort, like you said. You know, they were down by, they lost by six in a game that they didn't, in certain aspects, play very well. Um, you know, just a lot of opportunities, you know, in the garbage, basically. I got a, you know, hard time coming down on them because they were shorthanded. And I thought, you know, Tua, I thought, played well under the conditions. He yep. had his first 300-yard game. Mm-hmm. You know, he Brought them down on two long drives in the fourth quarter, and uh, that's encouraging because, you know, you want to see him getting that work. You know, it may not have helped us today, but it'll, it'll help him in the future. Yes, I think today was, you know, was <laughs> it's funny because I, you know, I, I was we, we talked as as the game was progressing and we said, you know what, it may be, t- especially when Jackson went down with the injury and I thought he'd be out the rest of the game. I think we both felt that. It, well, it was time to get Tua out of the football. You game. felt a couple of serious before I felt, but yeah, we both yeah. felt, uh, yeah, maybe he'd be better sitting down, you know, and let Fitz in and just to finish out the game. But that was uh, before we started our comeback. We were down 20 points at that point in time. Right. There was a few possessions there where it just started, It was ugly. Yeah. It, it was just, it was starting to get really ugly. And I'm like, you know, if Jackson's out of the game and we've got a backup left tackle, you know, why would you keep him in the game when you're down by 20 points? But they wound up inching their way back in to the football game and it wound up being a positive thing. Yeah, you know, but we're, he, not, we're not used to that, Lewis. You know, it's our fault because we're just not used to that. We're not used to the team being down by a lot and not quitting. Exactly. Exactly. And they didn't quit, you know. They they battled back, and to their credit, that was that was impressive. And and uh, you know, they all deserve the credit, both the offense and the defense, because it was uh, one of the interceptions there that actually started that uh, that turnaround. I'll tell you, you know, Xavier Howard. I mean, we didn't even talk about Tyree he's incredible, Kill. and it, I mean, he he was just a non-factor for quite a bit of the game, you know, for a good portion of the game in the first half. Now, uh, the interception, you know, let's just talk about that individual play. It was just an incredible play on his part. I mean, just an outstanding interception. That's the type of player he is. I mean, you look at the stats and, you know, you, you're going to look at the um, the highlight reels and you're going to see that big touchdown from Tyreek Hill. But, you know, it had more to do with the safety than it did anything else. I mean, you know, nobody's covering Tyreek Hill 50 yards down the field. Right. Stride for stride. It's not happening. Right. So, you know, but overall, you know, he was pretty much taken out of the game. You take that play away and he really didn't do much otherwise. Yeah. 30 something yards. Yep. A couple of catches, 30 something yards. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk a minute about Jakeem Grant. Jakeem has butterfingers. Right. He's had them since he first showed up in a Dolphins uniform, okay? We all know that he's going to drop passes from time to time. What is he, their fifth string receiver? I think he was our third receiver coming into this season. He would have been. He would have probably been well, he, somewhere behind Wilson and Hearns if, right. if, if they uh, didn't opt out. Right, exactly. Right. So, you know, he was where he is on the roster 
you know, because he serves a purpose on special teams and the occasional gadget play. Right. But now he's forced into playing receiver and, you know, he's, he's going to show his liabilities and that is shaky hands sometimes. But he, he went up for a ball mm-hmm. and uh, he had, he was catching it with his body because the ball was underthrown. <laughs> so he's adjusting to the football and trying to get back and get it. And he leaps up. And the defender strips his arm through his hands, coming up underneath and up through his hands, mm-hmm. and knocks the ball away. Right. And people are upset with Jakeem for dropping the ball. Now, people have to understand, <laughs> he had no leverage, okay? The defender had all the leverage. His feet were on the ground, and he was able to, with his strength, rip that ball out. All Jakeem had was air <laughs> and a football. So, you know. Uh, be fair in your critiques is all I'm saying. You know, that that's not a ball most receivers are going to catch because the defender just made a better play. And the ball was underthrown. The ball was underthrown. You know, if, if Tua leads him, then he doesn't have to worry about the defender. The defender had an arm across his chest from the replays that I saw. Now, I don't know what the announcers were talking about on that on that particular play that you're talking about because they both said oh he could have caught the football and as i watched the replay i'm like the defender put his arm in there and basically the ball bounced out and it was intercepted i mean i don't think he had an opportunity it was not a great throw uh it was a situation where when i saw Tua step up in the pocket and let it go i'm like oh man we've got a shot here you know if he sees something downfield we've got a shot to score a quick six. And, you know, you're watching the play develop, and then, of course, the ball gets intercepted. And as I first looked at it, I was like, oh, my God, I think Grant should have caught that ball. But uh, when the replay showed it, uh, the defender clearly got there. And as you mentioned, I mean, he all he did was jump up in the air. He's a small guy to begin with. He didn't ha- really have a great opportunity to catch it. And I, you know, I don't blame him for that. I mean, I blame Parker for the drop in the end zone because it, it hit his hands and, uh, sure. you know, he had position. You know, the defender had nothing to do with that drop, you exactly. know, on the interception in the end zone. That's a whole different situation. That that was strictly on Parker. But, you know, Tua did it a few times. You know, the other play um, that comes to mind, we were, we were in a third and five situation, a very, very makeable third down, and Bowden came across the middle of the field and he threw the ball slightly behind them instead of leading him. Right. And um, the defender was able to get a hand in there and knock the ball down. Now, if he leads them, you know, Bowden's running 15, 20 yards down the field. It's a big play. But but this is the learning process. You know, Tua's got to get there. And, you know, hopefully, you know, he's getting all this stuff out of his system now and he becomes a little bit more precise. But um, that's what makes Mahomes Mahomes. Almost all of his throws are uh, in a place where the, the receiver can advance the football. Absolutely. And, and you know, the, the other end of that, Mike, is that, you know, we're talking about Jakeem Grant, okay? We're not talking about DK Metcalf. We're not right. talking about DeAndre Hopkins making That's those right. plays down the field. It's something that we all know every Dolphin fan has to understand that we don't have those type of players. We have to address that in the offseason. It's an obvious situation. Right. This year they went Grant is great for the role that he that he was, you know, brought in for. And yes. That's, you know, returning his punts and, you know, an occasional gadget play. This is not a guy you want as a full-time receiver. 
You don't. I mean, you you want more out of him because he has that type of speed and he is capable. I mean, last week it was the same thing. I mean, there was a wobbly pass from Tua. Right. Um, I mean, Mike, as you look at the team as a whole and you look at the group of receivers, I mean, who is the only guy that that that's even getting looks down the I field? would say he's got to catch it, you know, but right. I also know that he is who he is. So I don't expect him to be somebody else. I know right. who he is. Yeah, You want him to do more. I want him to improve, yes. Right. Uh, you know, but and is he, you know, at, at this point in time, he's been on the team, what, three years, four years? I think it's four years now. Yeah, this is so he's probably season. not going to get a lot better than what he is. Exactly. Um, he is what he is, and it's unfortunate. You know, we've had opportunities there, and it's always one thing or another. I mean, you know, this this is the learning process. Um, if it continues and, you know, we have the same problems, then then it's an issue. But, you know, hopefully they get better going forward. Hopefully this was a learning experience. I mean, you know, Mike, honestly, Grant hasn't had um, a lot of opportunities like he's getting now as no. well. You know, no. I mean, you know, right. even though he's his, in his fourth season in the league, you know, he's never been a starter. So, you know, it's a situation where he's put into a role that he's not necessarily comfortable uh, with comfortable with or should be in to begin with. But this is where we are right now. You know, Preston Williams is hurt. Um, We had two guys opt out and we're down to guys like Hollins and and Bowden and and these type of players. And and we're depending on these guys. Uh, Callaway is another one. I I don't think he had a catch today, by the way. I don't think so. These are the type of guys that are on the field right now. And um, it's not a lot for Tua to work with. Now, again, you know, in the off season, uh, I think the team, it's, it's very obvious what direction we have to go in right now. I think the defense is in a very good place. You know, maybe one, two more players, um, on that side of the football. But, um, isn't it amazing, Mike, when a guy like a McCain comes off the field and then you realize how important he is when you give up a 72-yard or 42, whatever it was, 44, 42-yard yeah. well, touchdown? I've been singing his praises for a couple of years yes. now. Yeah. I have. So, you know, if people don't listen to me, I can't help them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, these guys are doing a really, really solid job. I mean, you don't see them getting – toasted game in and game out. I mean, people have short memories. I mean, Dolphin fans, fans in general have to just think back to where we were at the beginning of last season when Lamar Jackson and the Ravens came in and they were throwing the ball all over our secondary. It was horrible. I mean, this is a work in progress. You know, everybody wants to baby Tua, okay? But you have to baby the team as a whole. You can't sit there and say, okay, well, we've got to bring Tua along and then blame the rest of the team. Oh, you've for, got to bring Jackson along. You've got to bring Kinley along. you got, got to bring, bring all, the these, defense all these along. youngsters along. Uh, well, I'm, McCain's not a youngster. so No, but he, it's his – Mike, he, he, he's never played safety before up until no. last year, and he missed half a season last year. The same thing with, with our other safety. With they're, Roe. They're, <laughs> with Roe. They're both converted corners. This is a work in progress. So – you know, you, you can well, sit I there. I think they've both done an outstanding job. I've got no complaints about either not one at of all. them. Not at all. Not at all. I don't have a complaint. Listen, I felt the offensive line. You have three rookies starting across that offensive line. Now, you know, going into this second half that, 
they are going to do nothing but have to pass the football down 20 points. And usually you're looking at this game and I'm just thinking to myself, oh my God, they're going to just be firing off on tour uh for a whole half here. And it's just going to get ugly. They're going to have eight, nine sacks before the end of the game. But to the offensive line's credit, I felt they did a really good job over the course of the whole game. You know, it wasn't a situation where he was just constantly harassed and constantly running out of the pocket. I mean, he had opportunities to make plays. And, you know, in the second half, he made a lot of them. Yep. I think that where they really have to improve is their run blocking. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've got to have better spaces to run the ball because uh, these guys are getting hit, you know, right in the backfield. <laughs> I, I think, Mike, in our formations, it just seems to me, as I'm watching them, I, I tend to know when they're going to run the football. And I think defenses are looking – I don't know. I mean, I'm like – Are you saying I'm, because as of I'm, personnel or because of alignment? I, Mike, I, I, honestly, all I could tell you is this. I can't really put my finger on it, but as I watch the Dolphins play, I know it seems to me as if I know when they're going to be running the football. It just seems like they get they go up to the line of scrimmage, they line up in a formation, and I'm like, okay, they're running the football right here, and I think the defense knows it as well. Now, with that being said, it'd be nice if we could open up some lanes, and we just don't. I mean, the numbers you know, today were just pathetic. I mean, DeAndre Washington ran the ball 13 times for 35 yards. I mean, that that's less than three yards of carry. I mean, well, that's, that's you know, horrible. Well, uh, you ran 16 times for 32 yards. Yeah, absolutely. They did a great job. I yeah. mean, they shut him down. I mean, Le'Veon Bell had two carries for 21 yards. He had a 13-yard run and an 8-yard yep. run. It was more so yep. out of, I think, passing formations that he was able to get those. But overall, I felt that they did a really good job. I mean, even on Mahomes, Mike, I mean, he had uh, five attempts for nine yards. I mean, you know, he had – I mean, they. I, I felt they did a very good job with him as well. His longest run today coming out of the pocket was for like six yards. Yep. So – and he can hurt you. And I've he seen can hurt him you. do That's it. right numerous numerous occasions so yeah, so all was not negative right with all that being said you know i felt you know let's go over to the other side with tua and his scrambling today what i i saw a lot of things and you know how i feel about the whole situation you know i didn't necessarily i don't necessarily feel that he's 100 percent ready but today i felt that in the pocket he did a much better job moving around he tucked the ball in a few times and he and he got some nice carries. You know, he got some nice positive plays out of broken plays, you know, right. where he and he moved around the pocket, I thought, a little bit better. There were times where he held the football a little bit too long. There were they, especially Which before the half. He's got to understand that. You expect a rookie to do that, yeah. though, uh, because they're disguising coverages and he's not quite sure what he's seeing. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's hit. Yes. And, uh, you know, the, the frustrating thing was, you know, right before the half, because you don't want to take a sack right there. You want to be able to maybe get Sanders on the field and get three points out of it. Yep. But again, it's a learning process. He's got to understand that if it's not there, throw the ball down the field or at somebody's feet, whatever the case may he be. He did that a lot today. <laughs> he, threw a lot, he threw a lot of feet balls. Oh, yeah. He threw, he threw the ball 48 times, Mike, yep. almost 50 times. Yep. I mean, yep. which is too much. 
this it's it's way too much but you know what it's it's learning you know yep. this is what everybody wants you know you don't want him out there handing the ball off 30 times a game you know you want him to understand you know what needs to be done and hopefully going forward you know this this is again is a positive if if this is in fact what we're trying to accomplish well hell when you throw the ball 48 times in one game then you sure in the hell better learn something <laughs> you know what i'm saying well, you know i i think he'll learn more from this game than any game he's played so far probably right I really right. believe that because yeah. just the uh, the flow of the game, you know, uh, he scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. And uh, just in doing that, you know, he, they were running the two-minute offense again, the offense he likes. Yes. And, uh, you know, he'll be able to see, you know, what was happening before, what was happening after. And, uh, you know, he'll be able to see some of the things that maybe he didn't notice, you know, during live action, you know, like why he took that safety and things like that. Mm-hmm. What, what I – go ahead. You go, had go something ahead. else? Well, what? yeah, I was just going to get into, you know, obviously, you know, when they're disguising their coverages, he has to understand what he's seeing quicker. Right. And that's hard for a rookie because they they don't get a lot of that in college like they do on the pros. Yeah, I, I want to see faster starts. Uh, you know, I get frustrated uh, because – Well, you're winning 10 nothing. Yeah, but more so – because of you know our our defense, our defense was playing extremely well. I mean, Mike, I think in the, their first three or four possessions, we did an extremely good job on them. And the field, you know, the, the, the we didn't capitalize on the turnovers early uh, that we got. So yeah, I mean, I yeah, can see I mean, you know, you, you want them to be better early because I mean, we had an opportunity to really kick them and. It, kicked them in the balls early on yeah. in this no, game and, and we that. didn't do it, you know, and we kind of kept them around, so to speak. And, you know, eventually with the dynamic players that they have, the guys like Kelsey, the guys like Tyreek Hill, eventually they're going to make their plays. And they were few and far between, but they were enough because we didn't do enough on our end. And, well, really, um, what, what if, you, if you look at the game objectively, I think you're going to come to the conclusion that, you know, the safety combined with the punt return, we just couldn't allow. We could not afford to allow that. Yes. Uh, you know, but it, once you take that away, we played well enough to probably win the game or at least make it close. You know, Absolutely. Closer than the six points that it was. Yeah, I mean the punt return and the, and the long pass to Hill. Yep. Um, but you figure Hill's going to get one, right? Absolutely. Well, yes and no. I mean, you, you know, you've got to prevent that. But but the point of the man, maybe they would have had McCain not been off the field. Well, but, yeah, of course. But but here's the thing. Uh, you know, if you look at that, you take those fourteen points off the board, and this team had to fight and scratch and claw for basically everything they got over the course of this game. I mean, this wasn't up and down the field. I mean, Kelsey got his yards, but, you know, they always seem to bounce back and make plays when they needed to. And that's what this defense does. I mean, we've seen it on numerous occasions. I mean, how many times have we seen the other team going in to basically put us away or or do something to just change the balance of the game. And then all of a sudden, the defense on our end changes the balance of the game. We turn it completely around. I mean, we've had some red zone turnovers. This wasn't the first time. This is maybe the fourth time this season that this has happened. Howard um, Howard is incredible. I mean, absolutely is. incredible. I, yeah. I've never seen a cornerback that does what he does as consistently as he does it. 
Maybe we should put him at wide receiver, Mike, because I'm I'll tell you. you what, on that interception, <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, holy Toledo, man. He looked like Paul Warfield going up. For, I mean, that that was just a great, great play. Maybe they should work him a little at wide receiver next week since we're so <laughs> depleted. He wouldn't do a worse <laughs> job. To the death. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't yeah. know if he can run routes, but I'll tell you what, he's got hands. He, he He's just been amazing. I mean, the fact that he's missed those – you know, games that he's missed and still has that many interceptions is uh, incredible. But, incredible is right. Thank and God he, he's, he he's baits these quarterbacks. You know, he, he you can see him baiting these quarterbacks, especially last week. So you know, it's mm-hmm. fun. But uh, yeah. you know, you can see that the defense has something they can bank on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the cornerbacks are both playing very well, and they've played consistently well at least the second half of this season. Right. Um, you know, we really haven't had a lot of breakdowns as far as they're concerned. So they're solid. That they secondary, are very solid. That yep. secondary is extremely solid. I mean, you know, we've got a couple of young guys there. We drafted a young corner. We drafted a young safety. I think that that secondary is going to be solid going in the next season. You know, uh, Baker had a good game today, Mike. I mean, let's Two talk about sacks. him a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Two and a half sacks. His career yep. high. Mm-hmm. Yep, he had a nice, solid football game. And, you know, uh, there were a few times where I was questioning the fact that he was covering Kelsey one-on-one. But, you know what, Kansas City puts you in those positions to where, you know, you have to do that. And nobody's covering him, especially a linebacker one-on-one. I mean, he's the he's the best in the business. Well, Rowe had trouble covering him one-on-one. You know, he's just he's, – he's there, he's right on him, and the guy catches the ball anyway. It's you know, just he's that just, good. Yep, that's it. He's big and strong and, you know. Mm-hmm. He's going to get his. It's like I said, nobody's covering him. And, and you know, his stats throughout the season show that nobody's covering him. So it's it's not Rose's fault. It's just, you know, the guy's good. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. So what do you think going forward? Do you, do you think we can compete with the New Englands and uh, the Raiders with the team that we have right now? It's it, Mike, it all depends on, on the health of this football team going into next week. I mean, New England, absolutely. I watched them the other night, and I'll tell you what, you know, they're, if you stop Cam Newton, and this defense is just playing really well. We got to hope that Van Noy and Roberts come back because they're going to be key to stopping Newton. I mean, he mm-hmm. runs the football. They have a nice running back in Harris, you know, with him in the backfield. Their passing game is just—I mean, there's no way that this is one of the worst receiving groups that we are going to face. And with our secondary, I have no worries about their secondary in the least. Their tight ends—they they have nothing. They have Cam Newton and they have Harris, the running back, and they have James White out of the backfield that likes to catch the football. Going forward, our defense should. As long as they just stop Newton and do not allow him to run all over them like he did in the first game of the season, I think they're fine. Where we're going to have problems is on the offensive side if Gusecki and and Parker and Grant are all out. We're going to have to muster up points somehow, some kind of way. And I'm not so sure we're going to be able to. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's frustrating because we just keep losing guy after guy. So uh, I think that we can beat them, yes, but it just depends on the health of the football team going in the next week. Well, I have a suspicion Parker's going to be back just because I saw him running on the sidelines. So that just tells me that, you know, at least he can run. But uh, Kasicki, I'm not so positive about. I don't think we're going to see him for a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it it didn't look good. It looked no. like he was in a lot of pain on the yep. way out. Like I said, he did give those fans a thumbs up as he was walking into the tunnel. But um, you know, the we'll trainer see. was actually holding his left, you know, his or his I think his it was arm his right the elbow yep. up. Yep. Yeah, and um, you know, who knows? Maybe it's not going to be as serious as as it looked, and maybe he only misses one game or a couple of games, and he's back because. Uh, these last two weeks, I mean, I've been on him for, you know, two years now. And I'll tell you, he's he's doing what we wanted to see him do. It's so much fun to watch a guy make those type of plays. This is what we've been wanting out of the guy. And he's been fantastic. I yep. can't say enough about him. Another positive that came out of today was the fact that Houston lost another football game. And they lost big. I think they've thrown the towel in for the season. So... You know, that's positive. You know, we talk about a big play running back or a big play receiver. Well, you know, guess what? You know, we're going to – we are definitely going to have a top 10 pick because as you look at uh, Houston's schedule, they have Tennessee and Indianapolis still on their schedule going forward in Cincinnati. So they might get one win out of those three, I think. I don't see them beating Indianapolis. Do you, Mike? I mean, I've never I seen see ever, that. but I I would think they lose the next two. Maybe they maybe they beat Cincinnati because they're not a great yes, team either. I, you know, I say they beat. You know, they'll probably beat Cincinnati. They're they're depleted as well. I mean, yep. they lost Brandon Cooks. Will Fuller is done for the season. They have no receiving core. Uh, their running backs. One of their running backs is banged up. That team's a mess right now. So. You know, I can't see him beating Tennessee either. Tennessee's just good, and Houston's defense isn't very good. So we're looking at a nice draft pick there. Uh, we're going to be able to get a real, real good football player with their pick next year. So if we uh, draft the right guy, if we draft, <laughs> if the, right we draft guy, the right guy, always, always the case, right? If we draft, there was the right a Deion guy, Jordan right selection years ago. <laughs> I'll tell you, it, you know, if you've got like the eighth, ninth pick in the draft or, you know, sixth or seventh pick in the draft and you got the number one receiver coming out of college there, you got to be awfully tempted to take them. You know, as you look at this team, Mike, you know, running back is is an importance, but, uh, you know, you got two first round picks, you know, running backs, you know, they don't go early unless they're absolutely dynamic. So, I mean, wouldn't it be nice to get like just an unbelievable receiver and a really, really good running back in the first round next year to help two out? Yeah, right. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. First round receivers are very boomer bust. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said, you got to get the right guy, and it's you yeah. know, you never know until you got them. You know, so they could draft two or three next year. Uh, that's what I'd be doing. <laughs> you just you know, just that's what I'd be doing seriously. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. I mean, who knows? I, I don't mean, know about three, but I would definitely take two. Take a couple, absolutely. Yep. You can't yep. have enough. Good we need receivers. depth, yep. Mike. You you see what Pittsburgh has? I mean, Pittsburgh has four guys right now. That, you know, it, that well, they just, need him because I think uh, Schuster's going to be a free agent, isn't he? I think so. Uh, yeah, yep. I think he's a free agent. But what I'm saying is, is that they they draft receivers, and it seems like every single guy they draft, they just they just excel. And you know, once they're free, you know, once they they they're off their rookie contract, some of yeah. them move on, Adios. some of them don't. Yep. Right, yep. but but they they do a great job of drafting 
just excellent receivers. I mean, this kid Claypool they have is very good. Uh, Johnson, Washington, and uh, you mentioned Schuster. I mean, they have four really, really good guys. I mean, you know, so yeah, there's there's no reason not to think that, you know, they may take a couple of receivers in next year's draft. It'd be great to see because we need playmakers on that side of the football. Yep. You need, you need, you, need, you know, you need depth, like I said. You've got uh, Wilson coming back. Now, who knows what he's going to be when he gets back. Right. You know? and, and you've got Hearns, who I don't think most people are crazy about anyway. So we'll see. Yes, sir. Uh, it's on to, uh, well, we, we're home next week, right? Again? Well, we, we play New England, and yes, that's home. That's a home game. Yep. yep. So, uh, you know, so we, we've three, got a three-game homestand we're going to finish up. Yeah, we've got to uh, we've got to make some plays there. How about the Byron Jones play, Mike, with the punch out? Huh? I mean, yes, that's dude, what you want to see. You know, I, I was just thinking about that as well because I knew there were a couple other turnovers in the game, and that was just a great play as well. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at that defense, and and they just they just do it. You know, they, it doesn't matter who it is; they have so many guys contributing, and it's so much fun to watch. And, you know, you want the offense to get to that level, to where there's and, and a lot will. of different guys making they plays. Will. Look at yep. all the resources they put into the defense this last offseason. Yeah. And yep. look at the resources they put into the offense. Very little, except for the offensive line. You yep. know, their agenda, obviously, was to uh, fix the offensive line as best they could and uh, the defense uh, supplement, you know, the defense with the guys who they felt would stop the run. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think for the most part, they've done that. Yep. I'd say so. I mean, I, you know, I think for the most part, it's a success, you know, their, their offseason strategy. Agreed. Other than the, you know, the uh, the moves they made at running back, Mike. Uh, yeah, but those were, those were, I believe, stopgaps. I don't think they expected either one of those players to be a long-term solution. As it turns out, they weren't a short-term solution, but I'm not worried about that. They weren't a solution – for any term whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. They they've well, been a non-existent <laughs> well, you know, the, the, term. The, the, Howard, we'll Howard they they released, so he, you know, they're done with him. But, right. But prior to him leaving, right. You know, it, it, he was just non-existent and Brita for the most part for one reason or another has been non-existent, right. you know. But you don't I mean, get more non-existent than when you're off the team. So, but at least Brita has a shot going forward to maybe yeah. be something. Yeah, you. I, we expected more out of those guys. Definitely, and, definitely. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So you're not going to hit them all. You're just not. You know? No, but but no. you would think and that this is just me thinking. You know, you would think that when you're taking players who are already in the NFL and bringing them to your team, you would think that you know what they're going to provide you. And it doesn't work that way because so many free agents move teams and you know have no success. Agreed. So it's it's really interesting how that doesn't work, <laughs> you know. It, it does. I mean, we seem to be on the short end a lot of the times. A lot of the times, yes, but we're uh, not the only ones. I see it happening all through the league. Absolutely, it happens. I mean, that's why what we're doing in regard to drafting players and just bringing in, you know, the guys like Van Noy, Roberts. They, well, they, they, these are guys they, they knew real well because yes. they were with them in New England, you know. They did a really good job with some of these guys. I mean, the center has done 
I think he's done better than I expected him a, to, to be honest with yes, you. Yes, very, very well. When when he signed them, Mike, you know, we were ecstatic about the fact that it was an upgrade from what we had yes, last year. Yes, and he has really been rock steady as far but as But I I'm figured concerned. he was a stopgap, and now I'm thinking maybe they bring him back next year. But mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about this stuff later. Absolutely. All right, so we'll be back Wednesday, uh, and we'll talk about the Patriots. Mm. Okay. We'll have to find something interesting to say, Lewis. Oh, well, well <laughs> they're I not as a, interesting a team anymore. No, I have a lot of interesting things to say about that team, and I'm glad they're not the same team they were. I love it. I know. I hope we go in there and we just smack them right in the mouth and just, you know, I, I just don't like the team. Yeah. Period. Well, I'll love it even more when they're not on TV every damn week because, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, somehow, some way, they're on national TV and it annoys me because I really don't want to see them. Mm-hmm. I think they they boosted them out of a primetime game. Did they? Um, yeah, I was reading about they got booted out. Good. I think it was a Sunday night game or something. I'm not sure. I was reading. I have to go back and find it. It okay. may have actually been on the Facebook page, but uh, I'll have to go and look at it. Well, I'll tell you, you know, let's, let's just end the show on this note. I, I, you know, I was really, really pleasantly surprised with the heart that the team showed today. Uh, I did predict them to win and they didn't get that done for me, but, uh, you know, they, they did better than that in a sense. And, uh, that sense is they showed me that they really are a team. Yes. You know, they showed their coach that they're really behind him. And I think these are things, you know, not that we didn't know it already, but you want to see a team that doesn't quit, and that's exactly what we saw today, and that bodes well for the future because that's the, that's the type of team that no matter what the score is, you know they're going to battle back. You know they're going to keep trying. Absolutely. And, uh, to never- me, that's that's important. You know, we, we lived with teams uh, like that before, so we know the enjoyment that you get from that. Yeah, they never quit. I mean, the, you know, I mentioned that Byron Jones play. You know, at that point in the game – these guys are still out there fighting yep. and they're scratching and clawing and they're making plays. Uh, that game, God, when it got to 30 to 10, Mike, it could have gotten real ugly. And then you're looking at it and. Well, it looked like it already was ugly. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, you, don't, uh, you don't get yeah. a good feeling over the course of the week. You're like, oh, God. I mean, we lost 52 to 10. I mean, that was just horrible. Right. But you look at the score now. It doesn't make any difference. It's still lost, but 33-27, and like you mentioned, the way they just kept battling, you got receivers, you got two out there just running and gunning the whole second half, you know, fighting for everything. It, it was good. It was good to see. The same on the defensive side. You know, they could have gave up a nut. Mike, when it was 30-10, to 10, I mean, they could have literally just, you know, went in the tank at that point and said, right. you know what, this is over. But they right. they kept making plays. You know, the Howard play, the Byron Jones play, all those plays we mentioned were keeping us in the football game. They were. And, and the offense was taking the ball and driving down the field and getting us back in it. So, you know, between the, between the defense taking the ball away and the offense kept battling, you know, we ended up back in it. And that's, that's what you want to see. I mean, you know. Uh, we weren't good enough to beat the Chiefs today, but hopefully we'll be there sometime in the sh- not-too-distant future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. With that, Lewis, thanks for joining me this evening. I know Very it's welcome. later than we usually record, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you all Wednesday. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. 
Sports Social Podcast Network.